Hello and welcome to the Doula UK podcast. My name is Leela Baker and today with me I have Michelle. Hi. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so good to be here. My name's Michelle Mascala and I am a doula. I am also a yoga teacher. I teach pregnancy yoga and postnatal yoga as a specialty. Um, I am also a certified spinning babies parent educator. Um, so yeah, that's me. So today we'll be talking about shared care and Michelle is my shared care partner. Yes, that's right. And I just wanted to, we wanted to give you some information about what shared care is and why you might want to give it a try and how it helps. So Michelle, can you talk to us a bit about what shared care actually is? Well, I always look at it as you would, because when I was working, um, I I did job share. Um, So I always look at it as two people doing the same, you know, looking after or doing the support together rather than two people working separately but just happen to be supporting the same person. Yeah. Yeah. So it really is very much um, a joint um, level of support. Yeah, I call it, you know, to the clients, I sell it as two for the price of one. Yeah, (laughs) that is is exactly how it is. Because I know with my experience of... Doing a job share, the employer always did better out of that deal. Yeah, definitely. Because they got two of us covering the job. And it is exactly, although, you know, you would say it's two people providing support rather than, you know, two people doing a job. But, mm-hmm. you you know, you the, the person you're supporting really does get a sort of extra level of cover. Yeah. Um, and how is it different from having, from having a backup? Well, I think with a backup, and I've only done backup a couple of times, that I, I would say that's not my favorite way of working. Just be, I mean, I'll do it, obviously, but it's more like um, you don't really get invested in the same way with the client yeah. as you do with shared care. Yeah. And with shared care, you really. Um, become interested and involved as you would if it was a single um you know if it was a sole charge sort of um support um with the the um what do you call it with backup yes with backup you're just sort of like okay here's the person you might get called during this week you might not you go about your daily business. Um, you might go meet them once. You might have a phone chat with. You might never meet them. Yeah. Um, you're just kind. Of, you're not invested in it in the same way. Yeah. It's 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 usually if I'm backing somebody up, I will meet the client once, but but that's kind of it. And there's no. It is very difficult to form a relationship with one short meeting because it's not like an antenatal session. Yeah. So it's difficult to understand fully what they're. Um, what their plans are um, right. and the history of, of how they've got to that point, which I which we do when we have the chance to spend time with with couples. Yeah. Because um, sometimes even if even if you do one session, one antenatal session and I do the other, it's still a good couple of hours. Right. Of of time with them. And usually we've both attended the interview together or 
you know, met yeah. them initially separately. So I, th- I feel like it's very different from backup. Yeah, it is really different. And you can I mean, some doulas might like the fact that you're a bit more detached mm-hmm. from it. Mm-hmm. That might work for them. I mean, yeah, I prefer being more yeah. involved. Yeah. And there are situations where where having a backup is all you need, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where maybe if you've got a, uh, an overlap um, or there's just one or two dates that you can't make right. in the on-call period. But but generally, shared care is is a much more integral experience for both the doulas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what difference does it make to the clients? Well, I think for them, they just have rather than one person caring for them, they have two people. And they get, like you say, two for the price of one, they get double the amount Mm -hmm. um, of of care and attention and focus. Um, I feel like when we have the WhatsApp group, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone pitches in. So not only have you got, you know, say your perspective, but then you might have my perspective as well, or maybe... If you said something and you've covered it, I might just send a little emoji. Or yep. so. so they just, I think for the client, they just know that they're completely held yep. um, with two hands rather than one. Yep. I've also found that for the partner of the person who's having a baby, yeah. I feel like they like to have the two of us because... It feels more like a team, sort of like, you know, almost like mixed doubles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so that you've got, yeah. it's not just those two and and one person. Right. Where, where the, you know, the person who's having the baby um, may feel more of a connection to the doula than, yeah. than the partner. But if there's two of them and two of us, the four of us can all just bounce off each other, ideas off each other that yeah. way. And that I think that works really well because we have been in situations where there have been the four of us mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And, it, you know, you would think looking into that situation like, oh, my gosh, there's just too many people there. But actually, it is, you know, it all everyone kind of bounces off each yeah. other and it all flows yeah really nicely and I think for the partner if they feel that they want to take themselves out of the you know if they just you know when when we've been supporting a couple say one of them want you know they want to go home and have a shower for instance Mm -hmm. as has happened Mm -hmm. they feel oh that's fine because there's still two people there's still two people (laughs) holding the the situation so I think um, it does provide another level of reassurance. And I've never felt that it has been too much. No, no. Or that somebody's getting in the way no. or, or no. anything. And actually, the times when I've not, not necessarily felt that, but, but worried about that, one of us will, have just, ta- will just take ourselves out of that yeah. situation. Yeah. So we'll say, you know, I think you've got this. You know, I'll go and come back or you can go. And yeah, we've, we've, we've seemed to have been able to do that quite well. Yeah, because I think you get a sense of when when it is time yeah. to yeah. T- take yourself out. <laughs> yes. You do feel yeah. that, okay, we're getting to that point now. But I think generally it seems to to work out really well. Yeah. And one of the benefits, well, a couple of the benefits of, of having the two of us is that our, we have double the energy. So where we might be supporting a client who doesn't have a partner, 
yes. um, or a birth partner. Um, and we would want to give them more support in the early stages yeah. where we might not normally turn up um, if it was a client who was well supported already. Um, we've, we've been able to do that because one of us can go for the early bit and then the other person can come for the latter part because it's gone on for so long. Oh, um, and also that the same applies with a first time parent who whose labour might go on a little bit longer than a, a second time parent um so we've been able to say well because we're working together and I think that's a selling point for us is that because we're working together we can actually give you a longer time period of support yeah yeah with someone who is not exhausted Mm -hmm. who hasn't been up for 36 hours yeah. on the trot, you yeah. know, with, with someone who maybe has, has done 12 or 15 hours, say, yeah. and then it, that's, that's it. You yeah. know, you're ready to go home and just have a nap yeah. a, again, as has happened, yeah. go home, have something to eat, have a few hours of sleep, come back and you're giving more to yourself mm-hmm. and more to your client yeah. because you're not running on complete empty. Yeah, definitely. And how do you feel that we benefit as doulas from working in a shared care partnership? Oh, I well, I've always liked working with people. I'm not good in isolation. <laughs> um, so, and it's a very, it can be a very isolated job that we do, especially if you don't have other doulas close to you or local to you. Oh, a hundred percent. And I really. Um, in my mentoring, when I was a mentor doula, I really valued the support I got from my mentor mm-hmm. and being able to liaise with her um, when things maybe weren't going so well and just say, oh, what, you know, what do you think I should do or this is happening. And, and now you can do it as these situations arise with the other doula that you're... Yep. Sh- and because you're sharing, you're both equally vested in that birth and you're equally vested in the support that you're giving so you're both working towards the same sort of thing Mm -hmm. um yeah I feel like I feel like we learn from each other and we you know we help each other to sort of improve our practice and you know think and also but also I know there are some things which I, you know, for for example, I, I always say, you know, Michelle is great with things like positioning, both yeah. for the baby and for yourself, you know, for yourself, because you have that, that knowledge of, of good posture and, you know, all of that, the anatomy knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like that I don't have to know that stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I have you. Exactly. You know, yeah. No, yeah. exactly. And that's how I feel like, with the hypnobirthing, you know, that's your area of expertise. Yep. I mean, you have many areas of expertise. <laughs> but that's what, and setting up the pool yes. <laughs> um, as well. But it's just because I, I really feel like not everybody can know everything. No. And no. sometimes I do think, oh, my gosh, I need to go and do a training on this and a training on that. And, a yep. tra- and they just think, no, wait a minute. And that's a very, I, I don't know if it's just, I don't know if it's self-employment. I don't know if it's birth workers. But I know that amongst doulas um, that, that, that we do have a tendency to overlearn in an attempt to provide a, you know, comprehensive service for our clients. Yeah. Um, and to sort of be everything but it's sometimes not healthy and it's sometimes not possible. 
Yeah. 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 No, I don't think, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who do have a vast amount of knowledge on many, many different things. And that's great. But I feel for myself that there are things that I do have a focus on and I feel really confident that I do know about and other things that I'm really happy mm-hmm. to or or to just say, oh, have you heard of this happening before? Mm-hmm. What would you do in that yeah. situation? Yeah. And I think in the times when that kind of stuff has arisen, we've always been able to answer mm-hmm. each other's questions. Yeah. yeah, There's always something that either of us have experienced before mm-hmm. that, that we can help yeah. the other one. Well, it's double the experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, it's it's lovely to be able to discuss specific clients. So I'm, yeah. you know, I might go to um, the a group or my f- colleagues to ask a question. You know, obviously in a confidential way. Um, but it's nice to be able to say to you, who actually has met these pe- these yeah. individuals, you know, what do you think about this situation or or thing? Because because we have our own perspectives about these clients. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And and there's, without having that perspective and that knowledge of what's going on, you wouldn't really get the same answer, yeah. I think. Um, and from a business point of view, I mean, in theory, you you would think that we would be earning half the amount because that's kind of how we split the money. Yeah. But actually, it means we can work more. Yeah. Because you can take a sole client on... And I can take a sole client on and we can share a client mm-hmm. or like currently we've got two shared care clients together. Um, and and so actually it's, 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 it's made me work more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting more clients yeah. than I was getting before we started doing shared care. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And also like for me, because I teach yoga as well and I don't like to use... I feel like for my students, it's important to have continuity in the same way as it's important for my doula clients to have continuity yep. of their care. It's the same for my students. I don't want to always have, I mean, obviously there are some times when you need to ask for cover, a yep. cover teacher to come in. But I, so this way, nine times out of 10, I can go and teach my class. I can be there for my students and I can be there for the client. Yep. And it works well balancing that. And so, and for me, because you've got children who are older and I have younger children, um, it's lovely for sometimes when, um, if I, if I would struggle to get certain hours of childcare or certain school runs covered, I know that you can cover those school runs and you know that because, you know, my husband mostly works nine to five. Right. Mostly. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm almost always available in the night. Exactly. So things like that, it's 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 much easier to be on call because you are less likely to have to drop stuff in order to go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you can you can balance those things like the on calls or, or whatever because you know, it might just suit you better to do those times. Yeah. So that works yeah. out yeah really well. So the way that we work it most of the time mm. is that, I mean, we have we have said sometimes that um, we would take a third each for the on-call and the meetings, and then the third goes to the person who does the birth. 
Although lately we seem to both do both do the birth at yeah. one point or another or together, yeah. which has been lovely. It's yeah. lovely when we've done the birth together. But that's one of the ways that people c- can do the shared care mm. arrangement. Um, I've heard of other ways. So there are some people who work almost, they almost have a business together. So all the money goes into one account mm-hmm. and they almost draw a salary out of that. Oh, right. Um, okay. And so... And some have it that, you know, certain you get paid certain amount for the meetings or you get paid certain amount for the mm-hmm. on-call. So I think there are lots of ways that you can you can juggle the financials of it. Um, but our contract that we issue has, you know, is our shared care contract. It has both yeah. of our names on it and everything. And, and it does explain in there that, you know, we do everything either together or separately or, you know, but as part of a team and, you know, from a business point of view we work we arrange that the same way yeah yeah and I think really splitting it is actually it's much simpler and it we share it in one way or another do you know what I mean like even if it just so happens that I'm the one who is there for the birthday for instance you might come after and do more postnatal stuff so it always, I think it, all, it, it most, always evens out. Yeah, and even and even if it's just you know, I did one, I do the one birth, and then you go, okay, well, you get first dibs on the next mm. one, or vice versa. Yeah, I think it 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 works well with yeah. with us t- for doing that. Um, if as long as I remember to send you the money, <laughs> you always do, don't yeah. worry. But yeah, because that's the thing. Like you can do those more complicated arrangements, but at the end of the day, it wor- I think the amount of work is even anyway so just to simplify things um just dividing it seems to work out really well yeah less of a admin headache yes definitely um and then in terms of getting our clients so it will it generally it's a client who's come to us as individuals yeah um and then we've either wanted to work um together because of the particular Mm -hmm. client or because of our circumstances in terms yeah. of dates or availability. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we're still both free to take a client as sole care if, yeah. if that's what we prefer. Yeah. Although I or prefer if the doing client prefers it sometimes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I mean, yeah. I always do uh, say, you know, I do advocate the shared care arrangement. Yeah. And I can only think of one client last year who just because it was a second birth and because of how things went the first time, she felt more secure having just one person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't found any sort of obstacles. Everyone's really keen to like hear yeah. more about it. Um, and I think that the, what really is when they meet us together, yeah. they're, they're sold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. Um, so, just wanted to ask, have you, can you give up any examples of what's been made possible working as part of a shared care team that you might not have been able to do otherwise? Um, or even a birth scenario. So, I, I've got an example of, um, there was a client um, that we supported and um, their partner um, had some physical limitations. Yes. And yeah. um, we weren't aware of it in advance um which so it's a question I ask now um 
And so I had made assumptions about things like filling the pool and stuff yes. like that, which actually was an issue. Um, but it was a home birth, a planned home birth. And um, we were able to support... From, we went together in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then I, I went back and um, we ended up transferring in. Yeah. And I was having a hard time with the midwife. Yes. At the hospital yeah. that we were at. I will not <laughs> name any hospital names. Um, but I was having a hard time with the midwife. Um, she was not receptive to my presence at all. Um, and I struggle when things like that happen. Yeah. Um, I tried to get it back, but it it wasn't going to work. And yeah. even the, the partner apologised to me for the midwife's behaviour. Okay. Um, and it felt like the birth was imminent, but I was beyond tired at this point. And so I called you and said, you know, could you come and take over? Um, and in hindsight, it was a really good job that you did because the baby was not born for another four or five hours. Oh, yeah, it wasn't until the that. following yeah. morning. Yeah. 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 So um, that was one of the situations where if I didn't have... A, a shared care yes, partner yes. I don't know how I would have handled it yeah. I don't know how I would have left mm. because I couldn't stay because I was too tired but also that oh I, I don't know I mean asking for a new midwife it seemed seemed ridiculous because it, it was just me that she was not getting yes. on with yeah. um yeah and I that's really interesting because I think some of the stories you hear from doulas when they share a really you know the 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 birth that went wrong mm-hmm. so to speak yeah. in in their mind it often comes down to um personalities not working and it's a lot easier to swap out a doula than yeah. it is to swap out a midwife yes, yes. if that's the situation yeah. Yeah. that you're And the in. client doesn't feel that it's awkward because they've had to ask you know it's almost like sending back your food you're always worried yes, about you know what's yeah, going to come back yeah. so the client hasn't felt like they've had that awkward situation but they're also getting another doula who they were just as happy with um who has come on shift almost yeah, yeah exactly and and you know thinking back to one of my first you know again when I was a mentor doula and a birth that went le- less than satisfactory um had I been able to swap out with someone in in that birth it probably would have been a lot better mm-hmm. than than what the outcome was because yeah. for you emotionally yeah. you were able to leave at a point where you could just go home yeah. have a sleep wake yeah. up and kind of have a different perspective yeah. on the whole thing yeah. so yeah. yeah that definitely and having you be able to drive the car <laughs> yeah <laughs> was really helpful in that scenario (laughs) oh yeah I remember that yeah Um, (laughs) so um is there anything you think you need to consider before partnering with another doula well I think obviously if you get on um I I think it I think if you were doing backup it would be a lot less that whole thing of whether you get on with the other doula is kind of neither here nor there really because the interaction between you and the other doula is minimal yeah yeah so that you could just go in be the cover person you might need to go to the birth you might not doesn't matter you know what you're going to get paid I think the other thing in you know obviously it's important that you get on but I think the other thing in shared care is the whole money situation Mm -hmm. and just if you're both on the same wavelength and you're really happy with that like I'm 
pretty easy, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but if you take a different view, then you've got to make sure that the person you're working with is on that same yes. wavelength, yes, how they view very important. that. Yeah. Because, you know, for me, I'm just like, you know how you always say you forget to pay me? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't notice me <laughs> at the time. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, oh, that's a nice surprise. But there might be other people who aren't able to take that relaxed approach yeah. or they have a different view of those things and that's fine, but you just need to make, uh, make yep. sure. Yeah. I think it also helps for you, to, you not only to get on as people. So there are lots of doulas I get on with um, as friends and colleagues, but we might not share the same perspective on birth Yes, or have yeah, the yeah. same approach to handling clients or communicating with clients or what we would do on the day. Yes. And so they could end up with, you know, sort of potluck of the the type of support they get yeah and you know there's you know there's the right doula for every family and so I feel like that other person has to be that same right doula you have to be interchangeable almost exactly. in in the type of support that you're going to provide the style of support that you're going to provide yeah definitely because I know when we've communicated just between we're, we seem to always kind of be on the same wavelength yeah. Yeah. so if um, if there's a situation where it's that, like those early days, um, I think both of us would take the same approach yep. of, you know, let's keep in touch, yep. let's see how they get on. Because yep. if one of us was like, you know, oh, well, let's do this, do let's do this, do this. And then the other person was like, no, let's just, just sit back and see what happens. That could cause exactly Because then you could have one person saying, well, I don't understand. Why aren't we going? <laughs> yeah. you know, we should be, we yeah. should be there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think you need to have the same approach and probably the same approach to, um, how, um, a hospital birth might pan out, yep. how yep. you might relate to the midwives and yep. to the clinicians, um, how you might react if your client suddenly decides that they want all the drugs, all the, yeah. yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, from maybe not wanting any interventions to then turning around and saying, well, actually I'm happy to have whatever. Yeah. Um, I think we're both very accepting of, yeah. you know, whatever happens, but. And it's nice to be able to, to not, not secretly, but you know, outside of that client relationship yeah. for us to then discuss, to sort of debrief that almost. Yeah. Um, without having to give each other any background we understand the background fully so we might say you know oh that surprised me did it surprise you yeah. things like that yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. and that and you can do that when you know the couple and you know the person who's birthing yeah yeah, yeah. um so we've touched on this this little bit but um my my final question is how has working with a partner made you a better doula because most of these podcasts um although they are great um you know just just information the the aim of them is to help us all to mm. work better get more work you know yeah. support our clients better so how has it helped you to be a better doula well I mean oh gosh I think in many ways one is the the deepening the knowledge and you just learn so much but it's not it's interesting because it enriches your own doula knowledge and practice 
but I could never do what you do. Like as many times as I've sat when you've done that paths to birth, mm-hmm. which is so lovely. Yeah, this, I, I could never do, I could never, you know, so it's yeah. not like you're, you know, the, the, yeah, the, the Kiki Hansard um, path to birth thing. You've learned that. So you do it. And I love hearing you do it, yeah. but I could never take that thing yeah. and do it the same way as yeah. you. Yeah. In the same way that you maybe wouldn't do something I do you know what yeah. I mean so you enrich and have an appreciation for the skills of the other doula mm-hmm. which is great I think also it makes you a better doula self-care wise mm-hmm. because you're not as tired no. you're you're um always debriefed yes in a way yes there's, there's nothing I'm holding on to about any yeah, of our clients yeah, yeah. because I have you to talk to about them a hundred percent. So you're in, and even if something comes up weeks later, mm-hmm. you can always say, "Oh, do you remember when this happened?" Yeah. Or, "Oh, wait, I need to ask you about something." Am I think? Am I remembering yeah. it in the right way? Yeah. And you can always have a the, a common sort of point of reference. Yeah. And so that means that, as a doula, you feel that you're always briefed. You're always. Um, refreshed both um in a practical sense that you're not like dragging yeah <laughs> I mean sometimes you are dragging yes, yes. generally you're not dragging yeah. and you're always um you feel like you're approaching things yeah. from a point of having closure yeah. I guess I'm a lot less strung out as well yeah. so you know because of the on-call is because the on-call is shared um, I yeah. I don't yeah. I don't I didn't really feel it before anyway because I have mm. lo- I have lots of children so it's hard to um, I, I'm all I'm already relatively organised about where they're going to be at any given time yeah um, so some doulas who don't have that sort of almost rigid life timetable um, they struggle with the not being able to do whatever they need to do yeah. in their encore period so I've I've never really felt that but I feel it even less when um when we're working together because oh, i just don't have to panic you know i went to a wedding on saturday i yeah. said can i have a drink you said yeah enjoy yourself you know i don't have to think oh my goodness but what if ha- what happens if i get the call you know after my third prosecco yeah. i don't need to worry about that no exactly because i was home i wasn't doing anything yeah. i was really happy to be the one to to take the lead yeah. that night and overnight and you you know and there would be a day when i'd say oh look you know yeah can I have a glass of yeah. Prosecco tonight? Or a bottle. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. <laughs> or two or three. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so you can, that's, that is true. And that's something I didn't mention about managing that on-call period because mm-hmm. it can be really tricky. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, the on-call period can be almost mentally draining. Yeah. You, because you never know when yeah. you're going to get the call. So you're always, a lot of people are always on kind of that, that t- sort of tentative, standby you know yeah. pent up situation um yeah and in within that on call period if you have say even if it's just overnight if you can relax out of it because you know the other person is mm-hmm. the one with the phone yep. on yep. then th- that helps you i think to cope yeah with and also you can share like during the on call period, could be like, "What do you think's gonna happen?" Yes. Like, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, our little we, predictions. For, yeah, our you know, little predictions. How the next twenty four hours might go. <laughs> Which, are, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for oh, speaking to you. me, Michelle. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you.